It's time for Larry News My guest tonight, the untamable, the unbreakable, the unmistakable John PM 2022. No hockey, no basketball, uh, lots of basketball movement as this is the last day for players to. The draft is up, the last day for players to opt in or teams to opt in, and then negotiations begin tomorrow, even though trades have already kind of been negotiated. And then there's. I think you can't sign a player till like July 6th, something like that. I don't know. But. Basically, the offseason has started. Um, and uh, let's start with um, the New York Knicks, of course, who have... Okay, so just a summary of the moves they've made. All to clear cap space for Jalen Brunson. Um, draft night, they traded a first for three future firsts, but that's... That's unreli- it's, it's related in terms of their overall plan, which we can get to, but that's unrelated to the clearing of cap space. They traded four... No, doesn't, it, doesn't it clear the uh, yeah. the draft hold, though? True, it does. It should, true, the, the four million draft hold. But they, it's, it seems like that's not going to matter, but I don't know. Anyway, um, they traded four seconds to Charlotte, and then in a three-way team deal that went to Detroit of uh, Kemba Walker went to Detroit. So they cleared Kemba Walker's salary with four seconds. Then last night they traded two seconds, one of which not that bad. It's a top 55 protected Miami second rounder. Um, and that's going to Detroit again for Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel. So now they have about 30 million in cap space. So I guess they did need the 4 million hold to go from the possible draft pick. So they needed to punt that forward. Um, so now they have enough money. Rumor is, I mean, all signs have been pointing to Jalen Brunson for a while. Rumor is now he's going to get four years, about 110 million details to be hashed out. Uh, that averages to about 27 or 28 million a year. Okay. Uh, I will give my opinion, but first I'm curious your opinion of what, what do you think of the Knicks offseason so far? Um, I don't like it, but that's because I like exciting young players and potential and all of that. And I'm not necessarily the guy because and I think that's what a lot of fans like, too, which is yes. why there's some consternation on this, because everyone's like, oh, Jang might be incredible. He might also be crap. Yeah. 
I don't know, but I like the possibility that he'll be awesome. Right. And I kind of, in fact, I would say I love that because it's Mm -hmm. just, I mean, the Rockets, my team are crap right now, but I'm really optimistic about what they've got going. And I would, I feel better about the Rockets future than about the Knicks future, which is just crazy because the Knicks are a much better team. Right. Um, But, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, so I guess long story short, it's not my thing. The offseason the Knicks have had, it might be the responsible thing. Jalen Brunson does not strike me as a $28 million, 25 to $28 million player, but that doesn't mean he can't be. Most second round picks never are, but one second round pick just recently won two MVPs in a row. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that I don't know. I, I feel like they're extrapolating out a little bit far based on what he did and how he got better. Yeah. Um, so I don't love it. Yep. That's, that's perfectly fair. And I think on draft night, a lot of people had that opinion. I, I too, I was always excited at the idea of Jang because Jang would have been a totally, it was exciting because it was totally unexpected. I, there were no rumors about New York and Jang and it's totally not what this front office seems to be doing. They are not playing the full strip it down rebuilds from scratch. Um, you know, they, they, they want. I think what their overall plan is: let's stay relevant, and at this, let's stay competitive. Let's not try to bottom out. Let's add to the team, but in the meantime, keep like pushing all our draft assets to the future, so we could keep building up a, a war chest of picks and eventually make the trade for the big star, which is not Jalen Brunson. And that's and they don't think of him that way. They, I think they, I. I think six second round picks to clear all that cap space, you know, it's easy, easy to make fun of because they signed those players a year ago. Um, But that's not a bad, that's not a terrible price. Six seconds to clear that cap space. I mean, yes. (laughs) I mean, Jalen Brunson's a second, right? Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I, I, okay. That's fair. Like the thing about second round picks is you, you do lose control of them quickly right just yeah. the way their um their deals are structured they can they can jump to unrestricted free agency faster so maybe there's some risk there and maybe you just don't trust your scouting department and if you're not going young then you're definitely not going young and unproven yeah which is what yeah. the second round picks are right so the second round picks are not your thing they're not your thing that's that's totally yeah. fine as an organization i mean i think they like they, they've actually this front office has done well with second round picks um I mean, I guess they packaged one with a late first to move up to get quickly. They used the second rounder to get um, Jericho Sims, who's going to be a part of the team again next year, and for Miles McBride. So those have worked out okay. Not you know, not none of those guys are going to win a future MVP. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this. They look at second round picks as things to package or add to a deal, and that's why they were they had been collecting a lot of them. Um, with like minor trades and then they now traded away five plus I guess five and a half seconds to get rid of all that that cap space the Brunson part of it um, I, I I do like Brunson um, I see him more as a 20 million a year player 
probably. Um, I think he's pretty good. I think he's like perfect for the type of offense Tibbs likes to run, where you like his most important thing in a point guard is that he could drive and get to the rim, which Brunson's very good at. Um, so yeah, I think he's pretty good, and he, he's gonna he does that. He makes you better. He could be, I don't know. He could be the. Th- he was probably the second best player on Dallas last year. Not a championship team. Um, maybe the third best player on a championship team. Maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think like they're hoping RJ continues to develop. I don't exactly know what the plan is with Randall, uh, but you know they're 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 saving up for that big star. So if they, and you know who knows if they'll they'll ever get that, but they are collecting future firsts for that. Um, and if they ever are able to do that and then team him with Brunson and and RJ Barrett and plus any other minor pieces, uh, then maybe you have a championship team. It's still a long ways to go. But I, but I like it. And I don't... It's a little bit of an overpay. Um, but... It's not terrible, and if he if they want him to if they plan on having him around, then having it if if you don't have to move the contract, the overpay doesn't matter quite as much, and you kind of want to fill up your cap space. Um, so overall, yeah, I I I like it. I think they are they they seem competent in executing a plan that they want to execute, which is yeah. No, that's that's fair, and the overpay too. Also, is the ex- there's the extra year that Dallas could offer, right? Yeah, um, it's because of the bird rights. So, um, if you can't offer the extra year, then you got to pay more per year potentially to right. swing it. So, I get the overpay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have an issue with that. Um, it'll be great when they they land him. That'll it'll be awesome because you know other times they've cleared cap space to land free agents who never came right right so just actually landing the free agent as sad as it sounds is an improvement yeah um over like past strategies and stuff so i don't know it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i like i like him um the family connection all that stuff is a little it's a little weird but it but whatever i I, I, I overall like it, and and I wonder, I do wonder if this was their plan. I know they've been connected to Jalen Brunson all along. I do wonder if this was plan B, and if plan A was, they probably had like two options. One was they, they were able to swing the trade for Jade and Ivy, and that just didn't happen. Um, and I don't think that's a fault of their own. They probably offered a good package. But if they were to go with Jade and Ivy, that's definitely a... a that's a slow rebuild kind of move, right? Mm-hmm. And this is more of a, like, tread water, maybe try to get the eight seed and um, eventually make the big, big swing. And they have, their, yeah. and their powder's dry for the big swing, which is very important. True, and it fits with their current coach. So yeah. <laughs> which, I don't know. Yeah, the only I mean, thing, well, yeah. if they'd taken Jang and then just to say, okay, I'm just not going to play this guy. Yeah, exactly. Like then you've got another Obi Toppin, right? And it's like okay, great. Yeah, 
Yeah, very true. If if they went that route, it's like you you, you got to fully commit to that route and like trade Randall, get a new coach in. But now they don't have to do that. Um, yeah, so being that that's their goal, I, I now will not be... Re- like, in past years, I've kind of, like, in the back of my mind, always rooted for them to lose games because I was, like, eyeing that draft pick. Uh, I didn't want them to, like, purposely lose or anything, but now I don't I don't think I'll be doing that this year, knowing that this is kind of the way the organization's going to go. And I'm okay with it. All right. I, I do, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot more sexy to do what OKC and what Houston are doing. That's for yeah. sure. And f- more fun, in a way. And something that... It feels like the Knicks have never had a like two young superstars like that the way Houston does, right? And Houston now was able to buy out John Wall. I I know at yeah. a fraction, a fraction. The fraction being eighty percent, eighty five percent of his uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. seven million dollars. Yeah. Hey, um, that'll be interesting. Him on the Clippers, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I think he's you know he's still got a lot. To, yeah. to bring to the table. And the Clippers... Now he's playing for a contract, so... <laughs> yeah. And Clippers, um, you know, it, the it's always the same. It's If they're if they're healthy, they could be really good. They have a great coach. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, let's, let's hope they stay healthy. Uh, so three teams where there's kind of fallout from the Knicks moves, the Knicks moves and clearing space for Brunson. One is Dallas. Um, you know, maybe they work out some sort of sign and trade with the Knicks. Um, I don't see what's in it for the Knicks um, unless they want to get off of Fournier's contract or something like that. Like I could see a sign and trade there where then Dallas gets Fournier and that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. But other than that, if they lose. Brunson for nothing. I guess it's not the worst thing in the world, but it kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But, um, yeah, that, yeah, it really, it really does. I mean, it always sucks to lose an asset for nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't see any like scenario where they get back to the Western conference finals next year. Right, exactly. not unless they make uh, unless they have some another move planned. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right, their team is. I think even with the addition of Christian Wood, their team is probably worse. Well, definitely worse without Brunson, and then we'll see if they do anything else. Uh, the other team is Detroit, so they filled up a lot of their cast space, which looks mm-hmm. makes it seem like they're no longer in the DeAndre Ayton sweepstakes. They were definitely mm-hmm. in addition to picking up Jalen Duran. So they're like a fully uh, rebuilding team and no longer in on DeAndre Ayton, which means they're, they're, as much as the Suns have fucked this up with DeAndre Ayton, like where else? I don't know if there are that many teams left that could sign DeAndre Ayton. No, I honestly don't know who else would really be all over it. I mean, I've heard the Spurs yeah. thrown out as a possibility. Um, I forget who else people are talking about as um, an Aiden thing. That, that one I felt like was the most um, likely because the Spurs, um, 
I don't know. I feel like if he's if he's mad, like so all it takes is one team to offer the max, right? Right. For him to get the the max back from um Phoenix. And yeah, at that point, I think he's gotta look at and it's hard to do, especially like if you get mad and there's emotions and stuff like that. But I think you take a step back and go, okay, what about the next contract? Mm-hmm. Right? What team and you know what coaching staff, what other players and so forth um, are going to put me in the best position to get the big contract? Because this contract is going to be good, but yeah. this isn't the big one. It's not the right? super max. It's not the like, yeah, the veterans max. Yeah. So this isn't the big dog, and and so yeah, I think he's got to like, he's he's got to look around, and just be like, okay, four years from now, mm-hmm. you know, what um what what's the situation going to be? And I don't know if Phoenix is that place, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just I just don't know. I don't know where Phoenix is going once um, once Booker is super maxed out. Um, once I Chris think he Paul already leaves. is, yeah, yeah. Well, it hasn't kicked. I don't know if it's kicked in at like the full super max, but maybe. Yeah, I think um, Booker. Uh, I think he's a free. He has two more years left on his contract. Okay. And he's someone uh, I have yeah. my eye on as as the, that's who I, you know, not reading any rumors about this, but uh, that's who I could see being the guy Just that the Knicks go all in for. That's one I would love. That's what I want it to be. Um, oh, yeah. Booker would be great. Yeah. And add in the fact that if Phoenix loses DeAndre Ayton and if Chris Paul either leaves or retires or whatever that may not look like a great place to be yeah yeah and then again we still have this sarver stuff that's coming out mm-hmm. um so i just i don't know i i hope for Aiton's sake that he's able to be dispassionate about this decision yeah. and and maybe take phoenix if that's the best basketball situation I don't think it will be, but, um, you know, it's a pretty good spot right now. And he could be part, they could, they could run it back one more year and be like a nearly 60 win team again. Um, again, like we, we predicted at the start of the year last year that if they were good, you know, Chris Paul would fall apart at the, at the end. (laughs) And that happens every year, unfortunately. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he's going to end up now. Yeah. So if, um, yeah, but it's like you guys like worst case scenario, he stays in Phoenix and he's getting twenty five million a year. So, so pretty good deal, unless he yeah. unless he decides to take the qualifying offer, which nobody yeah. d- has done since Greg Monroe. Um, I think I think he would be mistaken to do that. As, yeah, as most guys are, because he could always force a trade later. Exactly. All right, so uh, did you see, I think within the last hour, we had a trade. Um, Spurs, and, no, I missed it. Spurs and Hawks, the much-rumored DeJounte Murray trade happens. Oh, man. Yeah. For who the Hawks give up? Um, I mean, the salary, it's just, it's picks and Gallinari. So the picks are um, a 2020, their own 2023 
No. Their own 2025 and 2027, fully unprotected, which doesn't happen much, but the Hawks are the Hawks seem like they're somewhat desperate here. Um uh, a 2023 they own from Charlotte, which is has a lot of protections on it, and an additional swap in 2026. Wow. I mean, yeah. Murray's good. Yeah, he is. I think he, that's good. That's a great combo, him and Trey Young. Yeah. Um, interesting. So where does that leave the Spurs then? <laughs> Elton Johnson and. I mean, yeah, so it's DeAndre uh, Ayton. maybe DeAndre Ayton, Kelton, Kelton Johnson, Devin Vassell. You know, I think they, it, it's, I, I understand the criticism of like, why do they want to trade Jante Murray? Like he's actually good. <clears throat> why, why not build with that? Um, I think they just realized they're going to, they, they got a big return and they have just a million young guards. Now they have Josh Primo. They have the two point guards they drafted this year. Lonnie Walker is maybe gone. Um, yeah, so that's a uh, Josh Primo and the two guys that they drafted this year. So maybe they think they could replace Murray. It's just when are they yeah. gonna feel like they're in a good spot to actually try to compete? Yeah, yeah, and and I feel like they're they're an organization I trust, so they'll know. Yeah. They've got I agree the real that. guy to build yeah. around. I think that's what they're doing. They're going to keep like rolling over these assets and turning it into more future assets until they get the guy, which could, you know, who knows? They could be a, they could win the lottery next year. Yeah. That would be huge. Oh, I, that would, I would hate that. <laughs> yeah. And maybe DeAndre Ayton. As you said. Uh, do you like it for Atlanta? I think you got to do something. Yeah. Right. I mean, this year was such a backslide and that team is so weird. I'm not like, I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I'm not bullish on the Hawks right. in general um, because no matter how good Trey gets on offense, like he's still, you know, a problem on defense and it just seems like the playoffs it's, you have a guy out there that is, you know, that guy on defense yeah the other team's just like calling his number every time yeah right yeah i mean it's not necessarily a regular season problem but it seems like a postseason problem and it's difficult to scheme around and i think that um yeah i don't know i i don't i don't see them breaking through i think they could have a really good year and it would be and they could be an incredibly fun team to mm -hmm. watch um yeah but yeah i agree this there's there's very little upside with this team and with this, what they currently have in terms of picks to get to the championship level, but they could be a very good team year in and year out. And, um, <clears throat> which isn't bad. And yeah. And if you're good year in and year out, maybe things break your way. Yeah. yeah. At some point, right. Maybe you're Toronto and Kawhi comes yeah. for one year. Or like there's just some situation and then you and you bust through. So yeah, I think the first step is being good every year. So go for that. Yeah, I, I think that is um, that is a worthwhile aim. Right. Yeah, it, it's a lot of draft capital they gave up, but um, 
you end up get you get that back eventually. So yeah, uh, being a week removed from the draft, how uh, how are you feeling about? Uh, you touched on this before. How are you feeling about the state of the Houston Rockets? I think the I I okay. So I expected, and I didn't read a whole lot of the post draft analysis. Mostly just um, KOC on the on the ringer. And it was funny that he like, I don't know, the Rockets grades were not that great on, on the, on the various picks, even though he had like, I think he had, um, you know, I think he had Jabari Smith as his one of his, maybe he didn't have him in the top three, but he, he like, might've had him number two, I think. Yeah. But he gave that an A minus. I'm like, okay, but why? Yeah. Like where, where's the, where's the minus on that pick? I, I just, yeah. I don't get it. Um, the, the Easton pick, I think Easton was lasted longer than he was. I think he had Easton like higher than the, than the Rockets actually took him. So you would think that would be like, like a an high a grade or, yeah. or whatever, but like, it was like a B and I think the same was true with Ty Ty. I think he had Ty Ty rated higher and he fell to the Rockets and the Rockets grabbed him and you know, another B. And so I get it because like both of those guys were in situations in college, um, you know, where that you it's hard to maybe extrapolate out to the to the pros, especially in Ty Ty's weird Kentucky year. Um, is this is Ty Ty the guy he was in high school who was like a really high prospect or was he the guy who was in a messy situation there? And so much of this is not about who's good today. Right or he's who's even going to be good in a year or whatever, right? You're not looking for Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes won the rookie of the year and I don't know what the odds are that he'll end up as the best player in that draft class, but I think they're pretty slim. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think anyone is really seriously thinking Scotty Barnes is going to be the best player in that class. Right. Right. So so you're not even looking for rookie of the year. You're looking for the guys who are going to, who have skills now, but are going to develop more skills and have the intangibles that show up. So I don't know. I like the moves. Um, I like the moves the Rockets, the Rockets made, but again, I think I'm higher on Jalen green than a lot of other people. I think I'm just a Homer um, in that respect. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Jalen Green's good. He's he seems like he's got that like alpha dog confidence in him, and he's a bucket as he said himself. <laughs> uh, I love you know him with Jabari Smith is going to be great, and I, I think I think every Rockets pick I think I would have given an A, especially I lo- I think Tari Eason's really good, and Ty Ty at the at twenty nine is a nice value a nice flyer. Yeah, it's just hoping yeah, exactly. he can get back to like, what he was in high school. Yeah. Exactly, which is basically exactly the same thing Golden State did. What like one pick <laughs> yeah. later? Did he and, give, did he give that? Like, oh, woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe that's trust in the Golden State system, but that's not what the pick grading the pick should be necessarily. It is, but I and I and I think that was the right move for Golden State. I love that mm-hmm. pick. I would love it if they can, you know do something with it. That would be, yeah. that would be great. Um, so, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the Rockets are the point guard situation has to be resolved, but um, maybe Ty Ty is the answer. 
Mm -hmm. And who knows, but it's not going to be resolved next year. Maybe we'll have some hints next year, but they're not going to be good next year. Oh, no, no way. And no. hopefully they get, they get a top four so they can keep their pick. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah they'll, they'll definitely have decent odds for that. So, yeah, I, I guess we'll, any any moves you're looking for the Rockets to make this offseason? Um, I mean, I guess... Um, no, not really. I think I think they're all right. Yeah, I think they're all right now. Getting rid of Christian Wood was, um, I think that was necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and otherwise, yeah, I think they're I think they're okay. Yeah, unless they can get real value for you know one of the few remaining veterans like Eric Gordon. I think Eric Gordon, like the the three point percentage he had last year, was like ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was. He was in the forties. He was, I couldn't believe no one stashed him up at the trade deadline, but um, if they can get real value for him in terms of uh, like real great draft assets, that would, that would be awesome. Cause, yeah. but he seems like a great, he's a great guy in the locker room. People love him. So yeah, that's yeah. the only thing. Like I think Christian Wood was maybe uh, not so much that guy. Um, Gordon though. I don't know. He's the guy, if you get great return for him, good. But otherwise, it's not right. bad Keep to have around. And it's not like having him around is going to make you too good. They're going to suck no. with or without him. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I would just, if if Eric Gordon came into the Rockets office and said he wants to be traded, I would, I would try to do him a favor. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, like, there's no, there's no pressing need to move him. No, and they don't need to pay him to stay home like John Wall. Yeah. Anything, yeah. Right? So Yeah, and he's I think it's good to have out there. It's good for Jalen Green to have a good shooter that's just out there on the floor to space the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Any any team you're specifically interested in? Um I don't necessarily want to talk about Kyrie Irving. I don't think there's anything <laughs> to talk about, really. Except that, okay, the one thing I'll say is, um, I mean, you weren't going to really get it at a discount, but maybe if you if you bet on the Nets winning the championship a week ago, maybe it ended up being a good bet. Because the, the things that needed to happen sort of happened. That, yeah. like, that they'd be able to run it back. Yes. And something else, like they they'll find a way to mess this up. Like yeah. <laughs> almost it's almost a sure thing, right? right. Um and Ky- Kyrie Irving will find a reason to miss games. He'll find a reason to miss games. Um, you know, Simmons is still like has still never played a game yep. for the Nets. Um and and Kevin Durant. I mean, he's happy, he's unhappy, he's whatever, who knows? It could all fall apart. And because it's the Nets, it probably will. Um, so, yeah, it'll be exciting to kind of watch that self-destruct <laughs> yeah. again. Um, but, yeah, Kyrie, enough, you know, ink has been spilled on that guy. Yeah. For sure, yeah. about his situation. Um, I think as far as teams I'm excited about, I, I mean, I think I'm with a lot of people, and I, I want to see OKC. I want to see this 
crazy long <laughs> team just go out there and be a mess and be like have incredible moments. I think that would be, you know, that's first on my um on my list. Yeah. For uh teams I want to see in person or not in person, but like watch next season. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a perfect it's the perfect landing spot for Jang. Like a team that's gonna let him play through his mistakes. There's low expectations. Uh and a team that values his skill set. It's just ever yeah. it's perfect. Um yeah, that's a like they're they're not far away. I mean they are far away, but they have so they've if you're gonna like tear it all down and rebuild, you can't do it better than that. And the Rockets have done it very well. I mean, too. except the last time when they drafted three Hall of Famers in three cons- in three straight drafts. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, you they they're not gonna win a championship, but they're gonna be exciting. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm I'm surprised there's no hasn't been much in terms of rumors of. Uh, either of the stars from Utah going anywhere. I know. I feel like everyone thinks it's going to happen. And then there's just crickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it's going to, I don't know. I mean, Utah wasn't probably going to land any free agents anyway. So I don't know what they're waiting on. Maybe they're just trying to see if other people, what, how other people do in free agency. And then I don't know. Yeah, but, or or maybe it's one of those. Th- I they can't start the season with both Gobert. I wouldn't and Mitchell, think, but but who knows? It could be one of those things where they're just kind of like they might think they'll they'll get a better offer at the trade deadline. I don't know. Atlanta would have been an interesting team for Gobert. Uh, still mm-hmm. is. I. It's, I guess they. Do they have the assets? They could trade. Maybe they, they could probably trade like two unprotected firsts. That may not be enough. Yeah, but the Gobert's contract is so massive. I feel like that's yeah. gonna that's gonna keep the price down a little bit. Um, yeah, he'd be interesting all over the place because um, he's a force on the defensive end. Like he is. Yeah. He is a game changer and people like, Oh, but he sucks on offense. It's like, yeah, but most people suck at offense and defense. So <laughs> like, just, right. at least he's really awesome at one thing. Unrelated. I Portland wouldn't do this, but if you were running Portland's cause the Dame contract, especially if he gets another extension is going to be humongous. Yes. Would you trade Dame to the Lakers for Westbrook, who has one more year, and their two uh, two unprotected firsts in twenty seven and twenty nine? Um, that's a good question. What's Portland's draft situation going forward? Because obviously, you're saying. F this year. Yeah. And um yeah, I mean if they they have a bunch of their own picks cuz those 27 29 yeah. It's a long ways away. Yeah. Right? And 
Um, yeah, I just, I just don't think that's enough mm-hmm. for, um, for the face of the franchise. Cause if you, unless you have some really high draft picks, unless you think you're going to nail it, you might be, it might be like a, a long winter without right, really right, right, any right. star. I think they have all their own picks. Um, okay. So, but it would be a long rebuild because that's, that's a long time before you could make use of those 27, 29 picks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were aggressive and, and you got in a situation where you were good and then those picks were gravy, then that would be awesome. Like then you're basically the New Orleans Pelicans, right? right? right. Where the Pelicans are just, they are, I have no idea what they're going to do, but man, they have so many options right now. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything, but maybe there maybe some news comes out tonight with them. I guess what would the news be? I, I don't think they're going to sign anybody, but um, no. But I guess it depends on what they do with Zion, right? Because yeah. it seems like kind of seems like it's it should be one or the other. But right now they're talking about Between they're keeping they want to keep yeah Zion and Ingram yeah um, and. And which is which is awesome, right? But um, the team was pretty good with Ingram, and if they could turn Zion into a bunch of assets, and they've got their own draft picks, and they've got all the LA draft picks, which are looking good right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they could be they could be really good. They yeah, they're already good, and they have they have uh, you know they have moves they can make. Yeah, because normally when you get to where they are now in terms of how good you are, you risk kind of being caught in the, you know, in mediocrity, right? They were right in the play-in game, right? So that's where you don't want to end up year after year, not on that hamster wheel, but they're like in that spot with a bullet. Like they could, they have so much talent and so many options. They could jump to a top four team in the West. Yeah, exactly. And like, then there's teams like, Utah, which got very, they got even better. They got like to the number one seed two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if, if minus the egos, if they, if they ran it back, they'd probably still be good this regular season. Um, probably, but not good enough, clearly. Uh, very flawed. And it just, I guess they, I mean, they probably have a good amount of picks, but of their own picks, but like, it doesn't seem like they can do anything. Yeah. I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the move for them is to kind of, to trade at least one of the guys. Uh, all right. Um, I guess that's that. I don't, uh, I have no idea who's supposed to be the number one pick in the NHL draft coming up. Haven't done my research yet, but you're gonna you're gonna be here for the live <laughs> live watch along, right? <laughs> All three hours. Of All three it. hours. Yeah. Nice. Uh, cool. Um, any any other final thoughts? Uh, no, no, nothing. Just um, usual. Let's you know. Let's um, let's all be good to each other. Yeah. Take care of one another, and you know, survive till the next basketball season because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's about next season. All right. I, of course, am 
at Larry the Athlete on all social media. And you can subscribe to Larry Knows Sports wherever you get your podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams. And may the rest of your days be days of thunder.